If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Serious. People who used to not believe in the paranormal but do now. What experience changed your mind? Please like and subscribe to support us. I always wanted to believe but never had any experience of my own to allow me to. Until one day, I was home alone and as plain as day heard someone stomp up to my basement steps to the floor, I was on. I was sitting maybe 12 feet away from the steps, and I was frozen as soon as I heard them. I was watching closely, and the sound got all the way to the top of the steps, but no one was there. My cat was sleeping on the couch adjacent to me, he woke up suddenly and stared right at the stairs too. He heard it too. So that's how I knew I wasn't crazy. Shit was wild to experience. I wouldn't say I didn't believe, but I wasn't a full believer, I was at middle ground. Then a few years ago, I moved into my new house, I'm in my mid-40s, so I've essentially gone my entire life with zero paranormal experiences. It started out as weird, ha I think ghosts live here. But I never felt they were harmful, they were just there. I couldn't even give a specific example, but I just knew I wasn't alone. Then my dog started acting weird. At night he'd start looking at the ceiling like there was something there, happened a few times a week. Then I'd be in bed, and I'd feel something walk across the bed. Thinking it was the dog, but nothing was there. This happened all the time. Doors would close strangely, lights would flicker, but the constant was the footsteps across the bed. For the first year or so, I never said anything to my husband, I for sure thought he'd think I was crazy. Then one night, he bolts up in bed and was like, did you feel that it was the footsteps? We both realized we'd been experiencing the same thing, and both thought we were crazy, lol. The clincher for me, though, was when my dog woke me one night to go for a pee. I let him out and was watching him through the peephole in the door. I very clearly saw a man and a woman dressed in Victorian-era clothing standing together, looking at something in my hedges. It was like 2am. I took a step back and was like, whoa, obviously half asleep and did. I just see that. Then went back to look again, and sure enough, they were still there. I've never seen them again since, but I know for sure they were there. I know without a doubt there is some sort of spirit in this house, but I also feel like it's friendly, so not worried about it. Now when something weird happens, my husband and I are like, oh, the ghosts are active tonight. My sister and I were getting ready to go out one day. I was doing my makeup in front of a large mirror, and in my periphery, I saw her come into the room and stand in the background watching me get ready. After about 30 seconds, I asked her, are you ready? But she didn't reply. I was still looking at myself, but I could see that she hadn't moved. I repeated the question, and still, no response. Finally, I asked, what are you doing? Why won't you answer me? And turned to face her. As I looked toward her in the mirror, 
I saw an unfamiliar woman standing there who looked nothing like my sister. By the time I finished turning around, she was gone, and the room was empty. There's no way I imagined it. I had seen her walk in, she stayed there for about two minutes, and I saw her very clearly as I turned. The fact that I actually talked to her says it all. A few months later, my great-grandma and great-aunt, who lived there, both separately described the same woman watching them in other parts of the house. I only told my mom, not them, so she was as shocked as I was when they talked about it. None of us had ever believed in the paranormal, and none of us ever told ghost stories. Two experiences at my current workplace. Old-ass building, renovated into something new. Had a few previous staff mention they've seen a woman in white at the top of the stairs or walking through the kitchen, I'm like ye, whatever. Until the day everyone was in bed, one staff upstairs, one at the table with me, and I turned around and very briefly saw a face in the dark conservatory. My heart could have leapt out of my chest. I made someone check with me just in case it was an intruder. Nothing. Doors locked, no one's there. 100% first thought was not OMG ghost, it was OMG intruder we have meds and vulnerable people. So when I say we checked, we checked. I was also walking out of the kitchen another time, and I felt someone tap my shoulder. When I turned, there's literally no one behind me, or even in the room. Nothing else has really happened since, though some PM slash night staff did report a few strange sightings, but not for a while. I'm not like. Early day Ryan Bergara carrying holy water in a water pistol and screaming at a torch believer, not a dig, I'm a huge fan of the ghoul boys, but it has made me believe it's possible. Because I cannot explain these events. When I was about 13, my mom, sisters, and I went to go visit our great-grandma and grandma. It was right after Christmas, and we were going to stay for the weekend and then head back home. Well, the day came for us to leave, and mom said that we had to stay one more night. Well, me being a bratty 13-year-old that just wants to get home to some Wi-Fi, I threw a... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Big fit and ran up to the room my sisters and I were sharing. I got into the room and no one was there, so I closed the door, threw myself under the covers, popped my headphones in, and blasted my music. I don't remember how much time passed now, but it wasn't long if I were to guess, maybe 15 to 20 minutes. I all of a sudden feel someone jump on the bed right next to me. Now I'm still pissed, and I thought one of my sisters came into the room to bother me, 
So I ripped the covers off me to yell at them, and no one is there. I scrambled off the bed, took a quick look around to make sure it wasn't my sister's, and fucking bolted. I didn't even tell any of them until we got back home because I was too afraid to speak about it. I have had various things happen to cause me to question how straightforward what we know of our world is, but I lived in what felt like a haunted house. It's a bit long, sorry, I lived for a while in a very old house. It was the oldest house in the area and had started off as a small cottage, with various extensions and developments throughout its history, but even the newest sections were still at least 100 years old. It is a detached house. For some of the time, I lived there alone and had up to three other friends living there at other times. One time I was sat in the living room, at this point, no one else lived with me, and I heard my bike fall over in the room next door. I kept it inside, leaning on a wall near the back door. Initially, I thought nothing of it, thinking that the handlebars had turned, and it slid over. When I came to find my bike, it was a couple of meters from the wall and on its side as if it had been flung away from the wall. Months later, I spoke to the owner of the house about it, and he had had the same thing happen to him with a motorcycle wheel from the same wall. I would often find lights and taps left on that I was sure I had switched off, they never turned themselves on when I could see them, though, so I could never be sure it wasn't me. I would often hear noises in the house, even when I was the only one there. I slept in a room at the top of the house, three stories, and I would get home from work before my housemates. Often I would be up in my room and clearly hear one of them come home and run up the stairs. I would shout downstairs to say hello, and get no reply. Then explore only to discover the doors still all locked and no one but me in the house. My friend woke up feeling himself pinned into his bed at night, he said it felt as if a person was holding him down by his arms. He has not experienced night terrors before or after living in this house. We looked after a Rottweiler dog for a while there, it was a fearless and, to be honest, dangerous dog, or at least fearless until it lived there. Sometimes she would cower in a corner or press up against us for comfort while staring at something we couldn't see. Sometimes her stare would be following this invisible thing moving through the room. There were all sorts of odd happenings in this house, a lot of them easily written off as nothing due to the fact there were four of us living there, but I am convinced the house is haunted, as is the landlord, I only spoke to him about this after having moved out, it's not like he planted the idea, oddly though, it wasn't actually that scary. The noises of non-existent people didn't bother me, but the bike and the dog was pretty freaky. Oh, can finally post. I used to live in Finland for one and a half years. And had chance to rent an old house, two stories with huge rooms in the middle of Little Parish, many have said that house is called Moomin's house because it was purple with Little Tower, at first everything was normal. Have been living there for two weeks when a neighbor came around to speak. And at some point, he, in the middle of convo, pointed out to me that every family or single person who have been living there moved out in one week because very weird things were going on there like lights going out at random times, noises and scratches and some rooms went very cold all of a sudden. Also, screams were heard. I first thought that okay, haven't heard anything yet. But skip to one week later when I went to the kitchen to make food and all of a sudden I hear very heavy steps at the second floor. First, I thought that maybe something fell, then I went to the second floor and saw nobody but felt a bit colder than they're used to then I went back downstairs, left the light on when I went to second floor, the light were off. I was like, wow, what the hell? I left lights on, thinking to myself, then I asked if there's anybody here? I heard steps again from the kitchen, but wasn't brave enough to go back there. I was shaken up by what I just witnessed because I never believed in such things. Skip an hour later when I'm in the middle of CSGO round. All of a sudden, my PC shuts off without any error slash warnings or electricity problems then I had a feeling that somebody was watching me. I slowly turned around, but there was nobody. I started crying because I was legit scared that it was gonna harm me. 
skipped to the next morning, everything was normal until midnight. When I woke up to very violent scratching, steps and growling, after that I started to cry again till I fell asleep. The next day I went to my boss and asked if he knew anything about this house. Oh boy, he had a story to tell me. First thing he said was that it was a mini hospital in World War II where soldiers died, and later on, it worked as a hospice and finally was a kindergarten where a little boy was suffocated to death. He asked me if I saw somebody like he knew all along. I told everything I've heard, then he tells me to move out and never look back. I don't have any stories of my own, but two from people close to me. My best friend from grade school was messing with an Ouija board and apparently communicating with a spirit. He asked what the spirit's name was, and immediately someone called his house and filled up the answering machine with panic jabbering in a language he'd never heard before. This was around 2 AM, the night my mom died, she was talking to someone she saw in the corner of her hospital room. No one else in the room saw anyone there. She knew that person, people, were going to take her that night. This was witnessed by the hospital staff and my stepdad, who is not the type to make up shit like that. I worked for American Cruise Lines at the beginning of the year last year. When I got on board, things just could not go right. The crew couldn't get along, then bad and weird things started happening. One worker took a picture when we were tied up alongside another boat, sister boat. There was one bedroom light on in the other boat. In that room was a person, but it almost looked like that person had a wolf's head. Then my physical experience came about, my shift was coming to an end. It was maybe 11.30 PM when I was doing my final walk around. There was a woman on the second floor totally naked, old lady probably 70s 80s, playing with a door handle. I thought to myself, there is no way this woman is this drunk. I turned around to find somebody to help her. I found my boss, we went back to help her. But she was gone, nowhere to be found. I feel like if she was that drunk and playing with a doorknob in that manner, she wouldn't just walk right back to her bedroom, suddenly becoming conscious. The boss and I went upstairs to the camera system to try and find where she had gone in case she had gotten lost. No proof of her, anywhere. Not on any of the cameras is not anywhere to be found. So the next few days, happened on a Tuesday, I am trying to find this lady, maybe point out to everyone which guest it was. Never saw her again. A friend and I playing with an Ouija board all weekend in the basement. It slowly started moving in figure 8 and sped up, my friend and I both, at the same time, felt heat go from our fingers up to our forearms when we both let go at the same time because it freaked us out. This was pre-internet, and I didn't know what figure 8 meant. It is a malevolent spirit named Zozo, also worked with a woman who had a freaked out experience with an Ouija board, her and her friend, both females, were just getting nasty words and responses from it. Got fed up and put it on top of the fridge, as they were sitting in the kitchen about 15 minutes later, it flew off the fridge and onto the kitchen floor. It seriously freaked them out, and they got rid of it. I have an amazing one for this. When I was around 9 to 10, I was camping with a friend's family, and one night, while I was sleeping, someone I didn't know unzipped the tent, looked me dead in the eye, and asked, do you have a hammock tarp? Besides the fact that I have no idea what the hell that is, this dude was absolutely ginormous, like Shaquille O'Neal but fatter. Later while me and my friend were peeing, yes, we peed together, I was 10 shut up, he brought up that his dead uncle, died in a car crash with his friend's aunt, used to fish around here and upon seeing a photo of him it was the exact dude who came into the tent. Creepy as hell. My husband and I moved into an old house that had a lot of history. It was built by his great-great-grandfather, and 14 children were born in the house, with 5 of them dying during infancy slash early childhood. Both great-great-grandparents died in the house, and their oldest son, my husband's great-grandfather, gave it to his daughter, my husband's grandmother, as a wedding gift. 
Well, she sold the house to the family we bought it from. The husband of that family died of a heart attack in the house, and the son of that family fatally shot himself in the house a year later. My husband and I didn't believe at the paranormal at all when we moved in. Immediately, things started happening. We were hearing and, and feeling huge bangs and crashes, like heavy furniture falling over before we even moved the first bits of furniture in. Once we moved in, it continued, and we would hear glass breaking and never found the source of it all. We would wake to voices at night that would stop as soon as a light was turned on, we came home on more than one occasion to all the lights on and every door and window wide open, and our dogs would absolutely refuse to go in our bedroom. We chalked it all up to coincidence until it reached a point to where neither of us could stand to be in the house alone because of the heaviness the house seemed to hold. It all came to a head when I found out I was pregnant with our first child. We were woken in the night to see the outline of a man in our bedroom doorway, and when we turned on the lamp, every water faucet in the house came on, followed by the bathroom mirror falling and shattering all over the bathroom. We sold the house because I wasn't comfortable raising a baby in a house that felt so heavy and angry, and haven't had any experiences of that magnitude in the nine years since we moved out. I if this is considered paranormal, but one night late, I walked outside to get something from my car and, upon walking back to my door, noticed my cat was sitting in the yard looking at the sky, making his fuck around and find out growl he does when stray cats come around. I looked up and noticed two or three dark ball-like objects moving left to right in the sky. They were maybe a few 100 feet in the air, I guess. After a few seconds, they went from dark to bright red, and my cat started hissing and got all fluffed up like he was scared, which was weird because this cat straight up don't give a f about anything except the vacuum cleaner. I've seen this cat fend off a full-grown pit and kill and eat snakes, so seeing him do that freaked me out. After they turned red for a bit, they turned back dark and eventually disappeared out of sight. I used to run late at night between the hours of 2am and 5am, one particular late school night, I couldn't get to sleep, so decided to go for a run at 3am, at this point, it was completely dark and had nobody on the main street road, which I lived on, driving down it. I run to the end of the main road and start running around the big main park in my suburb. After I've ran around most of the park and about to finish up my run, I run past the area of the park, which has a footpath in the middle with old streetlights lighting the path. As I'm running, something catches the corner of my eye, and I see a tall white figure under the first street lamp in the park. This thing seemed to have a wedding dress or a white gown on with completely white hair and looked to be wearing high heels or standing on its hind legs, it turns to stare at me as I'm running past at this point I'm completely in shock and can't turn my head back to have a good look at it. I run all the way home without looking back after that. My first thoughts were that she was doing a late night photo shoot, but I didn't see anybody else around. Haven't seen anything like it before, and I regularly go on night walks. Here's a good one, hopefully, it doesn't get buried. A couple of years ago me and a few of my friends went camping back by a river. About 100 yards behind us is an old abandoned house, and 150 yards next to it used to be a house but burned down and killed the homeowner years ago. All of us were sitting by the campfire, and my jeep is 15 feet to the left of me, and randomly I see something move behind it, so I look over, and this 7 foot tall 4 feet wide pure white cloud floats from the ground and disappears into the tree we're under. Me thinking my eyes are playing tricks on me, I look back at my friends, and one friend directly on the other side of the fire is looking at the place where I saw the cloud and says, well, that's effed up I said you saw that too. And he explained exactly what I just saw. Gave me chills. 10 minutes go by, and we hear a bunch of loud banging coming from the old house then it goes silent then a few friends say they see lights coming from the woods, so all of us leave everything and drive back home, as I was passing the house I look over and see a pure white ball sitting next to the house. I've never seen or experienced anything like that and would like to know what it was. 
I've believed in ghosts and stuff like that all my life, but my most recent being when I was staying at my uncle's a couple of years back I was about 22-ish. I was the only one there, my uncle was out doing whatever at like 3am. Anyways I was dozing off to sleep, and I heard a little girl saying help. I could hear myself answering her but not quite aware. Ike, but we went back and forth with help and help you with what? She finally said the picture, then I jumped up, heart racing, and I shut the door. Which I'm pretty sure I shut before even trying to sleep. The next day I went downstairs to my aunt's, upstairs downstairs type building I forgot what it's called. Well, I told her about it, and she told me her daughter saw a kid in that window of the room I was in before. I moved out ASAP. I had a few experiences as a child, but nothing I couldn't explain away as something else. One day though, when I was living on my own, I had a sudden urge to take my dog for a walk, it was midnight. Not the best idea, seen as I am a short girl, but whatever I decided to do it, I wasn't going to go far. As I'm walking back, I have to cross a dirt bridge about a minute or two walk away from where I lived, and I saw someone standing in the middle of this bridge. He was illuminated by a street light behind him but just an absolute solid black silhouette. But I knew it was a man, he was extremely tall, wearing a long trench coat and a long brimmed hat. Like those mysterious figures standing in the background in movies. When I saw him, I knew I should stop. Now I have a bad anxiety issue, like I can't even walk near wall-mounted TVs because I'm scared they'll fall on me. So being out that late at night itself was weird but what was weirder was I wasn't scared. I was so calm, and I knew this was something I should be scared of, but I couldn't even force myself to be wary. He wasn't there to hurt me. But I couldn't look away. Eventually, the need to stand still passed, and I started walking again, and he disappeared but again weird, but my brain just went yeah that's fine. I'm coming around the corner, and some neighbors are standing there like, um, did you see the sh Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shooting on like what and spot the road name and yield sign lying in the road, and three cars smashed together. That bridge was at most one minute away, and I could see my house from that bridge. So I was like, when did this happen? Oh, just like a minute ago. They were freaking out. I stood on that bridge while this was happening. Even on the farthest part of this walk, I was close enough to hear gunshots and hadn't brought or used any headphones. But when I was on that bridge, in full view of my house as it literally happened outside my house. And I mean it would have been my car in that three car smash except I was lazy earlier and decided instead of parallel parking to just park on the other side of the street, I saw and heard nothing. I did not hear or see the car take down the street sign. I did not hear or see the car smash into the other one so hard it took three tow trucks to pull them apart, where there is still parts in the road over a year later. I did not hear the three, confirmed by police, fired shots. I did not see or hear the gunman shouting afterward that six different neighbors heard. No one was hurt, and the guys were never found, but I still don't understand how I missed this happened when I was on this bridge because I know when I was coming up to that bridge, I was telling my dog, look, we're almost home point at our house and everything was normal. Something happened that night that probably saved my life, and I'm not one to look a gift horse in the mouth, so I'm not questioning it. So my grandma was a very big fan of Christmas and winter, mostly for the family side and the warm coziness of being inside out of the cold. One of her favorite animal was a robin because of the association with winter and Christmas being on its way. 
She said that if she came back as any animal after she died, it would be a robin. She passed away a few years ago, and ever since, I have seen far more robins than usual. They are only really common at Christmas time here in the UK and pretty rare the rest of the year. Since her passing, I've seen tons of them, when we've been on holiday in the summer, on family birthdays, in our garden. Almost as if she did become a robin and occasionally drops by to see how our family is doing. Maybe since she died, I've just been looking out for them more, and that's why I've noticed more of them, I'm not sure. It kinda weirds me out that this sudden increase in the amount of robins around our area coincides with her passing away. It's both an eerie and sad thing that has definitely made me think more about what paranormal stuff could be going on. I had just finished my initial military training, basic, eight, a few other classes, and got sent to my first duty station. My unit was at NTC for pre-deployment training, so I met up with the rear echelon. I get issued my room and spent three very disturbed days slash nights in the barracks with weird stuff happening like gear not where I left it, locked drawers being opened, the microwave turning on by itself. Shit like that. My roommate, who I knew throughout training, showed up on the fourth day, and I told him something along the lines of, watch your shit. Someone's been fucking with my stuff, and I don't know who. So the fourth night comes around, and myself and my roommate secure our room and in gear and go to bed. Gotta be up at 0530 for PT, so it's an early night. We lock all our stuff and go to bed. I woke up around 0100 cause my blanket had fallen to the ground and I was cold, which was weird cause we were in the south in summer, so it's always hot. I hop down to get my blanket, and I notice my armoire is open, so I open the lock, close it, lock it, and get back to bed. I fell back asleep pretty easy, but I woke up again at about 0230, and all my stuff and my roommate's stuff is thrown around the room. I wake up my roommate, and he's pissed cause someone is fucking with us and can't figure out who it is. We clean it up, lock our stuff and go back to bed. I woke up a third time at 0337 and we're not alone. I can hear my roommate snoring, so I know it's not him. I sat up and saw someone in the little kitchenette area with the fridge open looking in it. I was freezing again. I was about to say something as the soldier turned around. My eyes had a moment to adjust to the bright light, and then I started recognizing gear like the L-shaped flashlight on his shoulder. His Alice pack with magazine holders and canteens, boots and fatigues this dude was combat ready. As my eyes reached his face, he turned a bit, and I could see it. Half his head and helmet were gone. Blown off by the looks of it. I'm scared shitless at this point. He closed the fridge, walked across the room, keeping his bright green eyes on, opened my front door, and walked out. As he exited, he turned back around and said to me, be safe. I didn't sleep the rest of the night. I didn't wake my roommate up. I just sat up in bed for about two hours till I had to get ready for PT. 0630 rolls around so everyone is outside the barracks in formation getting ready to start PT, and the acting first sergeant says, hey, Notches, you good? Looks like you say in a ghost. I replied with, negative, I'm fine, one SG good to go. About halfway through PT, he comes up to me and asks me what's wrong because I'm visibly shaken up. I told him I was fine, just couldn't sleep last night. A few others asked if I was okay, and I just lied and said I was fine, I really wasn't, and they could see that, but they let me be. After PT ended the acting, one SG pulled me to the side and told me to speak freely, openly, and with all confidentiality and off the record, what is wrong? I told him that if I told him what happened, he would think I'm batshit crazy. He assured me it was off the record and once again said, talk to me. You seriously look like you've seen a ghost. That got an awkward chuckle out of me and I began to tell him my story, and when I got to the part about his head, the acting one SG lost his shit. Who the fuck put you up to this? This is not funny, etc, etc, 
he smoked me for about 30 minutes, made me do push-ups, mountain climbers, stuff like that, all while yelling at me that I'm a piece of shit. Finally, after about 30 minutes of that, he says, look at me in the eye and swear on everything that you love that you're not lying to me. I told him I was not lying. It fucking happened. So he says, follow me, so I do. We get to the command office, which I had never been in, and they were obviously locked. He takes me behind three locked doors and three rooms I had never stepped foot in, and when he opened the last door, I saw it. It gave me chills. It still gives me chills, but plain as day, there's the soldier's portrait behind the commander's desk. I froze and said, that's him. Acting 1SG, the guy who assigned me that room, told me who it was. He was a corporal in the unit on my unit's first deployment to Iraq, and he died in an Ida attack that took off part of his head. I was the first soldier to be assigned that room since it belonged to the deceased corporal. He forgave me, and I forgave him, and he told me some stories about who this guy was. I deployed with that unit just a couple of months later and spent 12 months fighting in that shithole. I nearly died. I don't know how many times my vehicle got hit with IEDs and rockets, and it always made me think of that corporal. I survived more things than most people can imagine, and I always felt like that corporal was keeping an eye out for me. Not everyone in my unit was as lucky as me. Three from my company didn't get to come home. My dad's story, but very uncomfortable to hear. Anyways, he was in prison for six months, BS charges, but that's a whole other story. He mentioned how right around March 17th, because of the way prison was, he was enjoying the silence and just reading a book at around 1 or 2 in the morning. His celly dean, I think his name was, had told him that he saw some weird shit the night before. Now, Dean was a short crazy Irishman. He had anti-Nazi tattoos all over his body, punched the concrete walls as hard as he could, and could do a little fishing. My dad said that watching that was like watching an artist paint. The point is, though, the man wasn't superstitious. Him and my dad actually got along quite well, but my dad gave him some shit when he mentioned that he was seeing things the night before, because he didn't believe that either. So during that night, my dad looked up from his book, and he saw a bright white figure of a man. Who just walked down the block in complete silence. He passed the showers, and just disappeared right after that. The strangest part of it? A lot of prisoners talked about the exact same thing, and allegedly that same being shows up every night on the 17th of March. My dad kinda believes in them now. My cause for believing is a bit different from these stories, but proper cause nonetheless. I gave birth to my son in 2014 at 29 weeks due to a deadly pregnancy complication called HELP syndrome. My kidneys, liver, and pancreas were shutting down, and I was slipping out of this reality. I lost my vision due to a complication of pancreatitis called Percher's retinopathy, and I was completely blind for a few months. My vision slowly returned but only about half of it. It felt like I was walking the tightrope between worlds, and the overwhelming peace and love I felt from the other side was inexplicable. I could suddenly see everything very clearly, and my vision was 360, not like human vision, but I could see the hospital room at all angles. I saw two beings that I initially thought were angels but have come to realize with much research that they were likely spirit bodies, specifically, the spirit body of one of my nurses and of my husband. The nurse's spirit would appear out of what looked like the fabric of space-time before she walked into the room. It was a beautiful, pure white that appeared to fold into existence with multiple wing-like protrusions from a center point. My husband's looked and functioned the same, but his was very colorful and made of colors I cannot describe because they don't exist in our reality. My son and I both survived, and I've gotten lots of crazy looks over the years when I tell my experience. It was certainly life-changing. Used to live in a haunted house. It's hard to describe, but the house had a very bad vibe, 
however, it was particularly bad in the hallway and office. People always report they feel like they are being watched, people who aren't generally scared of the dark will switch the light on to go down the hallway and generally get up and out as quickly as possible. It's super creepy, and it catches so many people. The other weird thing that would happen is people who slept in the office, converted into a bedroom, would start sleeping walking with no prior history. They would always end up in the same part of the house as well, this is multiple people over the years. And then there was the doorbell. It would ring randomly between 1am to 3am, it would only happen once every couple of weeks, but it was consistent. We thought it was a malfunction, so after a year or so, we replaced the doorbell, the same thing kept happening, after a while longer, we did away with the doorbell altogether, but then we got knocking instead. This continued until I moved out. I never really considered the house to be haunted over the years that I lived there, I just knew it was weird and creepy. A couple of years after I moved, I ran into the previous owner of the house by chance through work. I never told her that I lived in the house, but she ended up telling me she had sold her house after her husband hung himself in the garden. There was another event which I witnessed but can't explain at all and makes me sound like a crazy person, so I'll leave it at that. As strange as it is, I still don't believe in ghosts, but that house was haunted as fuck. I'm actually still a huge skeptic, but I have had some weird experiences. Some I have decent explanations for, but I'll mention them too and give context. 1. I was around 4, and we were fixing to move out of the house my parents lived in when I was born. I kept having terrible nightmares about this new house before we finally moved in. I had never actually been in the new house before, but my dream version was shockingly close. Though in the dream, it was a warped version, almost like the Winchester Mansion. Impossible stairs, rooms that shouldn't physically fit, narrow doorways, windowless rooms, etc. Well, we move in, and I don't have any paranormal experiences, but fast forward a couple of years, so I was 6 or 7. I watched our family dog get hit by a car from our front yard. I still suffer from PTSD symptoms over two decades later. Was it a premonition? More than likely, it was just a kid nervous about moving for the first time, and I had the layout explained to me in words, so my mind just filled in the blanks. It's just a coincidence that I had a traumatic experience while living there. The rest happened at a different house, the next one after the horror house, as I call it. I had multiple physical slash awake experiences. I was between 9 to 14 during these events. I should also mention this was in a new development on what used to be farmland. I actually got to walk through this house when it was just a concrete slab with stud framing. 2. As a common experience that others here share, I had times when I felt someone sit down on the foot or side of my bed. I chalked this up to mild haptic jerks as I was on the edge of falling asleep. 3. I was home alone watching TV in the living room. We had a cable box, and used that remote. We kept the actual TV remote on top of the entertainment center, like 5 tall. We only ever moved that remote to dust, which was my job, so I know how it was placed. Far enough from the edge, but reachable if needed. Anyway, as I watched TV, it fell off. Not just fell off, it landed in the middle of the room, around 5 or 6 away before bouncing another 6 inches or so. I tried for a while to make it go that far again. Even if the remote was on the very edge and I gave it a relatively hard push, it would only fall like two away before bouncing. I still suspect it walked itself off from the vibrations of the TV speakers and some precise levering and help from the rubber buttons, but I could never make it do it again, and it never fell after that. 4. This one is the spookiest, and my explanation is kind of me. It was at night after my parents went to bed. I was out of school for some reason, weekend, summer break, I don't remember, so I was camping in the living room that night. I get up to grab something out of my room. I open the door, but pause. I don't know why, but it felt like when you open a door, 
and there's unexpectedly a person standing directly there, and it kinda startles you for a second. As I peer into my pitch dark room, I still sense a figure standing adult high inside. I stare, and slowly as if it's turning its head to look at me, I see one then two dim cream lit eyes look back and lock their gaze on me. I pull my door shut and bolt back to the living room, watching my door for a solid few minutes. I build up the courage, say fuck it and go back to my room to investigate, turning on every light on the way. In one quick motion, I throw open the door and flip the overhead light on. Nothing. The window was still latched from the inside, and I check the closet, under the bed, and anywhere else even a small child could hide. Still just me and my things. I tried to adjust the lights, where I was standing, the angle of the door, head position, anything I could think of that would cause an arbitrary glare or reflection to mimic what I experienced. My window was at the back of the house with nothing but a ditch, a line of trees, and acres of farmland beyond, plus I had blinds and curtains, so it couldn't have been a car or something passing. Couldn't even get one eye to appear. I swear, even though I couldn't see it, beyond just the eyes, I could sense the figure's shape. It felt like the shape of a renaissance demon. Almost exactly like this or this, I've never seen those paintings before, I found them trying to give y'all some reference, except its eyes were more human and had no horns or wings, and it was kind of hunched over holding its arms and hands like a praying mantis. Super fucked up, and my only explanation was my pubescent brain hallucinating, but I've never experienced anything even remotely close before or since. I was wide awake, and it wasn't like a shadow person out of the corner of my eye. I was staring at it. I still get goosebumps when I think about that night. Around my freshman year of high school, my buddy and I were staying at another friend's house. My two friends were upstairs playing Xbox, the door closed. I was downstairs playing Fallout 3, had to have been after midnight at this point. In the span of 15 minutes, three things happened. First, in my peripheral, I see a partial shadow in the kitchen that moved into the stove light. There's no breeze in the house and nothing hanging nearby it. I brush it off. A few minutes later, I swear I heard my name whispered twice. The first time was somewhat soft, followed immediately by a louder, sharper whisper of my name. The door to my friend's room never opened or closed, and it was too clear to be through the door. I could see the door from the downstairs couch, the house was kind of open like that. Shortly after the whispers, the fucking dishes in the sink shift, and I nope my way upstairs into my friend's room. I open the door and shut it, and ask if they were fucking with me. One friend was passed out, and the other was confused. The dishes shifting definitely feel like a coincidence, the partial shadow easily could have been my eyes playing tricks. It's the damn whispering of my name twice that I still can't convince myself it was my buddies. That's probably the part of me that wants to believe in the paranormal. My closest friend committed suicide when I was 12. I was devastated. A month after the incident, I was out at this place casually walking when I felt somebody touch my lower back. I looked back, and nobody was there at all. The area was deserted miles away. I was a little off guard because it literally felt like a touch. There was no way it could have been the wind, no matter how much I convinced myself. The day went on, and I shoved the thought aside till it happened again. The same goddamn touch, I knew something wasn't right away. But at the same time, I wasn't scared. The touch wasn't harsh, it was more of a caress. Like somebody would do to comfort you at your lowest. I knew it could have only been him. When I got back home, I immediately looked up ghost slash spirit signs. And I found one specific one with anecdotes that talked about how when a positive spirit tries to communicate with you, you feel a touch, which is often a way of dead loved ones trying to reach out to you. I wasn't a complete ghost don't exist person before, but the incident changed my view on so many things. It was the point I believed in souls. And it's beautifully comforting to have somebody I love still be able to reach out to me. 
even if it's only through touch. There was an online friend I had that had some psychic abilities. She lived over a thousand miles away from me, we had no mutual friends, we met on Omegle, and I didn't own a webcam at the time. One day she randomly guessed the color of the room I was in, and the shade of color, and that there was a small TV positioned on top of the shelf. She also, at one point, asked me how often I masturbated, personal question, but relevant to the topic, and as soon as the answer formed in my head, two to four times per day, she answered me as if I had said it aloud. This was a particularly noteworthy example because of how instantaneously and confidently she responded. It doesn't make sense to call it coincidence or confirmation bias, since the information she picked up on was so incredibly specific, and she was never wrong about it. This was a persistent ability she and her family had, in various degrees, and she had stories of it affecting her daily life. Not as a flex, but simply a factor that had some practical influence on her life. The place I used to work. Late nights, some of us would just sleep at the warehouse. Some dudes had stories of the shadow figure holding them down when they slept. It wasn't scary or anything where we treated it like a haunted area. We just joked about it, calling it the guy and whatnot. Well, one night, me and another coworker was crashing over. BSing. Had a few. Then I started joking, talking about fuck this ghost. There ain't no ghost. And all that jazz, talking shit, among other things. Fast forward to when we are asleep. I'm sleeping on a six feet table by the overhead door up front, and a coworker is sleeping on some tarps about 20 to 25 feet from me, in the middle of the warehouse. I wake up because I feel something hit the leg of the table. I'm thinking it's a dog or something. I look under, nothing. Thought it was my dude, but I can hear his ass snoring from across the way. Then, all of a sudden, the table starts shaking. Up and down, side to side, like somebody is under the top half of a bunk bed and just disturbing the top bunk. All this, while I'm on the table, for a good 10 seconds or so. For a moment, I thought, earthquake? But I realized it wasn't. Felt several quakes before, and nothing else was shaking. Soon as the table stopped at seizure, I hop off quickly and look under. Nothing. I grab my pillow and blanket sheet, it's an event rental company, and walk straight out that door and into one of our company trucks to sleep in. But before I crashed, I just had to have a cigarette. Smoking as I stared at that fucking warehouse, thinking, well fuck. There is a fucking ghost in there. We never cussed out the guy after that. A friend of mine and his wife rented a house one street away from my home in our mid-twenties. After a few months and many house parties, the couple started telling me about signs of paranormal activity they had started to see, sounds and objects moving in the night. After about a month of the activity increasing and a few friends witnessing some of the activity, I drunkenly decided that the ghosts were clearly the past relatives of the family feuding because the man was of Cherokee descent and the woman was of Navajo descent. So we made a peace treaty and had her sign one side, and him sign one side, and I witnessed and signed, and another friend witnessed and signed the other side of the treaty. We were drinking heavily, and the treaty was made on a 2 inch by 2 inch piece of torn cardboard from a cereal box. Also, it was Friday the 13th of February. After the signing, I walked backward to the room of the couple to make sure I wasn't followed and hid the treaty behind a picture on a shelf above my head adjacent to the door to enter the room. The night ended with more drinking, and I left to get home to work the next afternoon. The next night was Valentine's Day, and I worked until 11pm. Roughly at 9pm or so, I got a phone call from my friend who lived in the haunted house. On the call, my friend asked me where I hid the treaty. He had found the treaty between his pillows and the mattress after dinner and when they were about to get their Valentine's Day love on. The family was shocked, as was I. Also, they tried to throw away the treaty twice, only for it to magically make it back in the house. Their dog finally ate the treaty. 
After the treaty incident, the activity really increased, and the family stopped sleeping in their room and moved everyone to the living room, and ended up breaking their lease to move out. The family tried to go on a paranormal investigation show, but the landlord wouldn't sign off for the house to be on TV. Coincidentally five years went by, and I saw them in a Walmart and reminisced about the crazy activity. The day we saw each other was Friday February 13th, five years later. I wasn't a believer, but now I know there is more going on than what meets the eye. I remember being younger, around five-sixths or so, and having an imaginary friend who would talk to me when I was alone, she was called Barbara. I never saw her, but I was aware somehow of when she was going to speak, and it felt like she was a grandma-type age. I don't recall specific conversations, but my sister and parents have recounted to me how it started to become evident that this wasn't my imagination, but something more. This happened when I would tell them things that Barbara would tell me. Sometimes she would tell me the door wasn't locked, and I'd go and tell my parents. They've told me that one time I came down from playing in my bedroom and said that our dogs were ill and were going to vomit. The dogs did indeed vomit and had both got food poisoning from bad chicken. From an adolescent age onwards is where I remember most things, and it was my early 20s where I actually had a serious talk with my sister, and we both agreed that yes, some things we just can't explain and provided we aren't being hurt by them, it's best to just let things take their course. I remember so many things, simple things like glasses moving on the table in front of you, the bolt on the door being slid closed, light bulbs unscrewing, sudden temperature drops to the point you can legitimately see your breath, changes in the dog's behavior, for example, all four of them huddled together with their heads moving in unison as if they are watching something. Even now, I experience things that I just can't ration away, being woken up aware of someone looking at me and seeing my vision blurred but in the shape of a person, so the only blur is the shape of a body. Then it asks in an inquisitive way, where's Layla? Dot I tell my landlord about it, and he tells me niece Layla used to stop over it frequently when he lived there. I could literally write one thousands of words explaining some of the truly bizarre stuff, but to answer the original question, the early 20s is when it was 100% solidified in my mind that the paranormal is a legitimate thing that exists. I don't know how it all works, but it exists. Oh boy do I have reasons to believe in it okay, so this thing I am about to say may come off as nothing special, but I kind of shat myself, lol, so the first ever thing I could really explain easily was when I was around 5 I think. I remember it very clearly, which is very weird. I was sleeping, but I had a nightmare, so I woke up and started calling my mom. I heard her get out of bed and walk down to the corridor until I saw her shadow in my doorframe. I was waiting for her to come to my bed, but the shadow sighting move an inch. I called her so many times, but she stayed there. I started looking the shadow more closely and realized that it was too tall to be my mom, but too skinny to be my dad. I got scared and started yelling for my mom to come to me, but after a while, I lost my voice. After this, immediately, everything in my house started ringing, phones, the doorbell, the microwave, alarms, clocks, you name it, everything that could ring or beep started making noise. The thing that was in my doorframe started raising an arm while moving forward and started pointing at me. I was freaking out. I was pushing myself against the wall, trying to get away from it, but something shook me, and suddenly everything stopped ringing, and the shadow disappeared. It was my mom, she was beside me, still half asleep, shaking me, telling me I was looking blankly around me, scared as fuck while crying my eyes out. I did it sleep for a week, lol. For years nothing weird happened anymore, but last year I had a few weird things happen, very small but still weird. I got into paranormal stuff, and I had a friend of mine who could read tarots, so he practiced on me and found out that the spirit of a child was near me and wanted to tell me something. I had no idea who this kid was, apparently, it was a little girl related to my dad. 
A few days after finding this out, something tugged on my shirt as I was sitting at my desk, it was the perfect height for a child to grasp on. I thought it was my little sister at first, but there was no one at home with me. It happened two other times, and after asking my friend about it, he couldn't get an answer. He said that a male deity was mad at me and didn't want me to know. A few hours after knowing this, I felt something like a whimper behind me, it sounded like a man. It sounded like it came directly from behind me and like the person was standing behind me. I freaked out so bad, lol. I think this is everything. Might be dumb, but still, these things happened. Oh, and yeah, the first thing could be sleep paralysis, but I was sitting on my bed, and I didn't feel stuck, so yeah. My mom has no memory of this, zero. This is what freaks me out the most. I used to work at a sports club that everyone told me was haunted. Various stories about footsteps on the stairs, doors slamming repeatedly, etc. All the longtime staff were too scared to be alone in the building at night. We got security cameras put in, and the manager showed me footage of orbs moving around the building. They'd be in one area for a while, visible on multiple cameras, then disappear from that area and reappear somewhere else. One time myself and another staff member stayed late. We'd locked up the building earlier, so definitely no one else inside, and heard very clearly the sounds of the chairs upstairs moving as if there were multiple people pulling themselves into a table. We both just pretended we didn't hear it and left quickly, it felt like if we'd acknowledged it would have gotten scarier somehow. I had many. Compared to other things that have happened, I'm certain this is the one people would call boring or dumb. But it impacted me differently. I was watching paranormal activity with my mom, ick, ick, there's a part where a little girl says I want to see a ghost or something like that, and I'd mindlessly mimicked it because I was a little bored. Then I saw it. An orb. And it was not like those orbs on TV. Not some dust fleck or barely visible circle. It was a large sphere about the size of a baseball. It was so bright, giving off a self-contained but intense yellowish warm glow. And this stayed when I looked at it. It wasn't something in the corner of my eye. I watched it zoom off and disappear into the couch near my mom. I'd asked if she'd seen it but she's blind in that eye. It was incredibly intense and such a bold glow it was like looking into a contained sun. But it wasn't blinding and it didn't actually emit light on the walls or light up the area or anything. It was like it was just inside of it. It didn't even leave a trail of light like the streak something insanely bright sort of leaves behind when moving quickly as it zoomed off and into the couch. A couch we'd bought used now that I think about it, and everything else that had happened to me happened on or around that couch as well in hindsight. What impacted me was the fact that it was something I looked straight at in the feeling. There was a very distinct just. Radiance it gave off. A feeling so kind I don't know how to possibly convey it. I feel bad mentioning this since it feels like I'm making it into a story or putting too much emotion into it but, I have to mention it. The feeling was surreal and so strong. It felt like somebody I knew. My mom's mom comes to mind but I have no way of knowing if it was even human. I just know I saw something and it appeared to me once I asked to see a ghost, so either whatever it was could understand English and had excellent comedic slash general timing or it was coincidental. I just know I saw it and it wasn't anything I'd ever seen or knew of before. But I saw it. And that's a fact. Everything else that happened or may not have, it all could just have some explanation. But not that. That ball in that dark room was absolute reality. When I moved for the first time I was 9 and it was a house where a kid had died of cancer I believe. The first day when we were moving and I was looking around my new room and I heard the sound of barefoot running along the hardwood and it went to the closet and the door of it swung open and then shut. The next night I was laying in bed and two dolls that had not previously been on the floor were laying in the center of my room. 
The last big thing that happened is I was sitting in bed reading when the rug just outside my room swung all the way down the hallway and landed in the living room a whole distance of maybe 15 feet. After moving out I didn't fully believe in ghosts or spirits I thought there's a chance but I didn't actively be live until I moved into my current residence. There's a presence in this house. It's the reason I was stuck with my room now, my siblings claimed it to be bad vibes, I personally never felt any negative energy in my room. But there's unmistakably someone here, just a few weeks ago I was cooking dinner when a voice behind me said hello immediately my dogs began barking as if they heard it too, the week after that I was standing in my room when there was a tap on my shoulder very unmistakable for it was the tap tap that school kids do. I feel impressions next to me when I watch TV and sometimes I can feel someone laying next to me in bed. I wish I could speak with them, let them know I'm not scared, it seems that daily there is an attempt to talk or communicate with me but I don't know how to. Am I crazy? Let me give some backstory first. When I was about 8 or 9, my grandpa's parents had bought a house on the river to flip. My grandpa is a carpenter, so my great-grandparents paid him to fix up the house so they could sell it again. We ended up just calling that the river house. Now that that's out of the way, here's the story. My grandpa and I were coming back from the river house, and my great-grandpa wanted us to stop at this cemetery somewhat nearby, maybe 10 to 15 miles out of the way. He wanted to see if we could find the plot where his sister was buried. Mind you this was right at dusk when we went, since my grandpa had spent the day working on the house. Now, my grandpa has always been into paranormal stuff, so he had a ghost hunting kit that my grandma got him for his birthday. I was never a skeptic, since I was raised on shows like Ghost Hunters and things like that. But when we got to the cemetery, something was just off. Now I really don't know what was wrong with me then, but I decided to look around the dark cemetery, by myself, with just a flashlight while my grandpa was on the complete other side. Everything was fairly normal. Until my grandpa's EMF reader went dead suddenly. For those who don't know, an EMF reader is a little device that detects the energy around you, and if it's disturbed by a spirit, it will go off. We brushed it off at first, and my grandpa changed the batteries. Brand new, fresh batteries I might add. Everything was alright for a few minutes, but then boom, dead again. So he changed the batteries one more time, and it happened a third time. By this point my grandpa was freaked the fuck out so we hopped in the truck and just decided to go home. As we were pulling out, the radio turned on by itself, and started flipping through the stations like someone was just holding down the button. I guess these all could have logical explanations, but one thing that really creeped me out was a few years later, my grandparents decided to move to a new house in a really secluded, rural area. I was about 12 or 13 at this time, so they allowed me to ride down the roads on my four-wheeler by myself. So I went for a ride, and guess what I found? That same. Fucking. Cemetery. It was just weird to me how ironic that was. Definitely not my worst paranormal experience, but pretty freaky if you take in that last part. I actually never believed in the paranormal until September 2018. I was once at a friend's house of mine and they had a really nice house, but actually a really nice one. Once that friend and I, let's call that friend Sophie, had a sleepover while Sophie's parents were out for the night. We stayed awake till 1 o'clock at night. Sophie's parents were supposed to be home at 11 o'clock at night, but they came late. Sophie's parents didn't even call us to tell us that they were gonna be late. Sophie and I didn't think much of it and just enjoyed our time. When we got tired at 1 o'clock, we decided to go to sleep, but that didn't go well when we heard something strange around the house. I heard footsteps downstairs. Sophie thought it was her parents arriving home so we pretended to sleep because we didn't want them to know that we stayed awake for so long. Turns out the footsteps stopped, we didn't hear any talking or anything. It was so quiet. Me and Sophie wanted to check it out and we did. I regretted it. 
When we got downstairs to check it out, I heard laughing coming from the room of Sophie's little sister. Sophie's little sister wasn't home. She was in the hospital. Sophie and I were freaking out a bit, but we sucked it up and went to check it out. I had to go in there first because Sophie wanted me to. I went in there and got the chills. The room was so cold, dark and empty. When Sophie tried checking it out, she didn't see anything. I did see something outside of the window. We were in the second floor so there was no way that someone could be standing there. It disappeared in a second. I got so scared that I told Sophie what I saw, but she didn't believe me. We got too tired and just went to sleep eventually. I couldn't sleep. The next morning, my mom picked me up from Sophie's house. I didn't tell my mom about what happened at night because I was scared that she wouldn't believe me either. I didn't tell anyone about it. Till this day I haven't seen Sophie in a while. It's been long enough. We aren't friends anymore either probably. When I still think about what happened that night, I felt like I experienced something paranormal. When I watched some videos about supernatural and paranormal stuff, I started realizing that it was a shadow I saw outside of Sophie's house. Paranormal stuff till this day doesn't scare me that much anymore. I still hope I won't have to experience something like that again. It might cause sleep paralysis. Back in 2011 I did a tour of the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado one afternoon with my family. For those of you who don't know, this is a famous old hotel, built at the turn of the last century, where Stephen King was staying when he came up with the idea for The Shining. There's a ghost tour, which we all took. It was a fun tour, and I was taking pictures during it, although we didn't see or experience anything. The tour ends on the third floor of the hotel, where guests have reported voices talking, and the sounds of children laughing and running down the hallway in the middle of the night. My family and the rest of the tour group exited down the stairs to a back patio, but I remained behind in the empty hall and shot a few pictures of the hallway. There was no one there but myself. I went on with my trip and once I got home I downloaded the photos. As I was scrolling through the Stanley Hotel pictures, the last photo I took in that third floor hallway looked like a cloud of cigarette smoke was hanging in the air. It made my hair stand on end. No one was smoking in the hallway, or near the exit door, no cooking going on, and no one in the hallway at the time but myself. Very strange. The event took place back at one of my old houses, I can't remember how old I was but I was fairly young, I think 7 or 9 at the time and this took place where I'd assumed to be between 2015-16, me and my family moved into this old house, and right off the bat, I can tell something was wrong as soon as I walked through that damn door. Now is a bit of a rundown on me, I have a few unique superpowers, and one of them is being able to tell if a place is haunted, now it's not that I can see stuff, it's that I can feel it, and when I walk into a haunted place, I feel this existential dread as it feels as if a dark figure is looming over my shoulder as a long and cold shiver goes down my spine. And so I felt this feeling when walking through the door, and I think my mom and dad could tell something was off too, but we never brought it up until a few nights later, as I wake up in the middle of the night, and I see this dark shadow person with beady red eyes staring at me through my window, I screamed and my parents rushed in, and it was gone, so things like this would continue for a while. For me I was having bad nightmares, seeing shadows of monsters under my bed, at my window, in my drawers, at my door, all with the intention of getting me, and similar thing would happen to the rest of my family, they too would have nightmares and see shadow figures, it got so bad to the point where me and my younger sister didn't even want to go in our rooms, and it didn't help that a haunted doll showed up at the same time, we'd throw the damn thing several kilometers away, and it would always come back to our doorstep. So, even though I'm not really a man of the church myself, meaning I'm not particularly religious, my parents eventually called in a priest, or an exorcist or whatever y'all call it to get rid of them, and after that, those things stopped happening, but it was a few years later that we'd moved to a new house anyway. 
I was made a ghost but I did see some things. I was made a ghost but I did see some things. D I very much believe they exist. I was relaxing on my bed and almost pure darkness on my phone and something else. It lit up the room a bit, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw a guy with a pale face, pitch black circle eyes a black mouth, and an orange shirt. I'm guessing he has legs since I can't see behind my bed frame well. Then he instantly disappeared then I started panicking for a few days, but somewhere around a year ago that changed and I very much believe they exist. I was relaxing on my bed and almost pure darkness on my phone and something else. It lit up the room a bit, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw a guy with a pale face, pitch black circle eyes a black mouth, and an orange shirt. I'm guessing he has legs since I can't see behind my bed frame well. Then he instantly disappeared then I started panicking for a few days. Say. It lit up the room a bit, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw a guy with a pale face, pitch black circle eyes a black mouth, and an orange shirt. I'm guessing he has legs since I can't see behind my bed frame well. Then he instantly disappeared then I started panicking for a few days always getting on call with my friends since I was scared pretty sure they thought I was being weird but eh. But for those few days I had a bible in my room. There are quite a lot of stories from my family, I'll start from my personal stories and then talk about some of my family, from father's side. First one, but I don't remember, I was young, a couple of years only. When my father mom died. That day my mom tells me that the phone rung and she smelled the perfume my grandma used to wear. At that moment they all kinda known she died. No one talked on the phone. Second, I was young but vaguely remember. We used to live in a aunt, mom's sister, house and it had a basement, the house was on a hill, and was built up on the street level. They were building a room down there but at the time there was no power or anything down there. My mom, auntie and me was at a staircase going down there and we all seen a very bright green light on that room, although I'm not sure if I saw or I just created this memory from the stories. We ran, called my dad and her husband which went down there any there was nothing. There is no escape from that basement other than the stairs. Third. I used to live in a house, wasn't old, 20 yo max. In this house I used to see the shadow of a man fishing near the front window. Never seen it move or anything but it freaked me out. Fourth in the same house. Every. Fucking. Time I looked out the window the fucking swing, I think this is the word, it was a bench pulled up by a couple of ropes, like there is in kids parks, would start moving. Nothing evil but weird as fuck. Fifth on the same house. I was young, like 12, we got home around midnight and I went for a bath in my parents' bedroom. I left the bathroom, closed the water and went into the bedroom to leave. A couple of seconds later I heard the water started running again and the bathroom had the same weird green light. The shower head was electrical and it started exploding. Obviously I ran, told my dad which went in there calmly, closed the water and then switched to the breaker lull. Over the years while we lived there I think 5 to 6 showers exploded there but never in the same way. It's not common for electrical showers to do this. Sixth, we moved to a gigantic house, mansion, which the rent was surprisingly low. It was on a bad neighborhood and our neighbor was a big a drug dealer, we found this later, but they were very nice to us. Anyway back to the supernatural. When we were moving there, there was a motorcycle from the owner on the laundry room. I took a photo of it and never looked through them. Sometime later I have seen this photo and there was someone sitting on that bike, I even got it on photoshop to increase the details, I couldn't see a face but there was definitely a glow slash shadow slash thing, sitting there. I never told anyone until a year ago, this was in 2008 to 2009. Recently I told my dad and he got white when I told him, he had seen this guy too. I was constantly scared in this house, probably from seeing too much horror stuff on TV lol, but nothing bad happened there. I'm quite sure my father also sees weird shit as his sisters, auntie too, will make sense later, 
but chooses not to tell us to not scare us. Seventh last year I went to a friend's house and slept there for a few days. I slept in a pink room where his grandma used to sleep, not sure if she's alive or just moved. Anyway on the first day I felt a weird presence. Not like I was being watched but that feeling that I was not alone. The next night I started feeling a pressure in my chest a the very start of a fear state, it hard to describe but I was scared but just not enough to do anything about it. I slept a few more days there, all nights with the same feeling. Then I came home. Around a month later I was stoned and I told him what I felt and he wasn't surprised, he said his grandfather died in that room. Since that day I had a weird allergy that makes me cough. Went to a couple of physicians which just said it's an allergy but I honestly think some weird shit is going on. Now to my family side. Reproducing stories told by my mom, my grandma used to see a dead guy hanging in her elevated garden, like for grapes, where there are planted with some supports to hang. And had some supernatural experiences, though they never told and I never asked in detail. My auntie too, not the same as second story, used to see and be harassed by spirits or weird shit she usually just told them to go fuck themselves and leave which I think worked lol, this same auntie too and her son recently died from COVID. While she was in the hospital. The family chose not to tell her that her son was in the hospital. He died a day before her. Almost in the same moment as her son died she told someone, I don't remember who, I think it was my father's sister slash her sister, that's he knew her son died, it was okay and that she saw angels leaving with him. That shit scared the hell out of me. TBH the only reason I think it's possible to God exist, is because of these weird shit that happened. If paranormal is possible, why not God? Currently I'm not atheist, but also not following any religion, just trying to live by why I think is right slash good. I was never skeptical about it but never really gave it much thought before my first experience around the age of 7. Growing up I used to live at my uncle's house with him and my parents and they were basically never home so I would either be home alone or hang out at my friend slash neighbor's house. As we usually did most days we were heading to go play at the park but I felt a dire urge to go pee as we passed my house. I told my friends to wait out front and I'll return quickly and walked up the stairs and into my home. The bathroom was tucked into a long hallway to the left after you went through our living room so I went and did my business, as I turned the corner to go back to my front door there was a shadow figure standing directly in my path. As I stood there frozen in what was pure fear I examined it trying to make sense of what I was seeing. It had no physical features but it looked like a man wearing a suit and fedora hat and while there was no face I could feel it staring right at me. After a minute or two of this creepy staring contest it just turned and disappeared into the staircase on the other side of the living room that led to the basement. Finally feeling like I could move again I ran out and slammed my front door and tried to explain to my friends what just happened but they kind of just laughed it off and didn't believe me. Now being a grown up and being able to research this thing I found out there are thousands of people who have experienced this in a fit of sleep paralysis, which makes it all the more creepy I was wide awake during my encounter. 